Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Trask Task of Maureen Trask. This is the fourth and final part, so if you haven't listened to parts one through three, we recommend doing so first. Next week, the five of us will be sitting down to do a post-mortem on the adventure, giving our critiques, and talking about our favorite parts. I would also like to remind you that we will be going to a bi-weekly release after we come back in October, but we already have some great shows lined up. Coming up on Friday, September 30th, we will be interviewing Cassie, the GM for the Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast, Lovely Craftians, followed on Friday, October 14th, with liminal horror author Goblin Archives, just to get into the spooky mood for October. But for now, let's go ahead and get to the game. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the fourth and hopefully final (laughs) session (laughs) Of the Tarask task of Maureen Trask. The longest much one like shot the on the planet. is much bigger than anyone expected it to be. Well, yeah, I mean, it is much bigger than everyone expected it to be. And there was more stuff in here than I even remembered there being, even though I did read it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Seriously, just, I did. I promise. Uh, there was show prep and everything. I'm just really glad it's not like, I don't know, the... Uh, direction of Hecna Vecna or something like that because I don't think I want to go on that adventure (laughs) no not really so quick recap last time we started off on the far side of the Duodenum Oxley got clever with his decanter of endless water and his lyre of building to create an ice hamster ball to get through the first chamber you ended up having to fight off an oxyhydra to get through the second chamber, and then the third chamber tried to squish you. After everybody managed to finally get through all of that, we found the remains of the third member of the Iron Field, a warrior named Erebo, and recovered his magical great axe. And then, upon entering another chamber full of roundworm cysts, Uh, one of which popped and tried to eat Micah, after which Bangarang with her spirit guardians, or his spirit guardians, is Bangarang? I can't remember. Is Bangarang a he? He. Okay. So Bangarang with his spirit guardians just sort of walked through the room and popped everything because it was a very Ave Maria, there was a firefight sort of moment. Yep. Um, at the end of the session, you found your way to the appendix where you found the unconscious form of Susan Kahlo with Blight Spore. And that is where we pick up tonight. I'm just going to say that if we don't kill this Tarask, it's going to die on its own because it's just got pox. It's got worms and stuff. You know, its liver's all psoriasis. It's got cirrhosis. Yeah, it's cirrhosis of the liver. I mean, it's been whatever it's been drinking. It, it's it's, it's probably off. got diabetes. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> diabetes. probably got diabetes. Ate Wolf of Grimley. Diabetes. Let's be real. Like most terrasks probably live entirely fueled by spite. Oh yeah. yeah. So like, it's not going to die of natural causes. It's just going to make it angrier. It got yep. stabbed forty-seven hundred times. Naturally, it died. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works, right? Next up, we fight hepatitis. They, they pull a little Rasputin and uh, just get angrier. So that means we have to push into a frozen river, right? And what was the name of that spell again that you used? The Ave Maria one. Spirit Guardians. It's an area of effect. Thank you. <laughs> Better get in the notebook for later. Keep wanting yes. to insert dubstep jokes. 
All right. So we open tonight. We have found the appendix. Susan Kahlo is within the appendix. Ferrum has run to her to check on her and everyone else is still standing at the entrance. So what would the party like to do? Uh, I would probably follow the cleric. Would too, yeah. So just to recap the description here. So this Goliath chamber is 65 feet long by 20 feet wide and branches off creating an L shape. Strange thumb-sized worms wriggle through the folds. Each one emits a bright yellow glow, offering limited light. Don't eat the glowing jelly beans. At the center of the room, you see what looks like a humanoid wearing blue and silver robes. I'm going to stay at the entrance and kind of keep guard so nothing kind of pops up behind us like any more of those uh, white blood cells of various sorts. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll watch our six as well. I'd like to do a little religion check on those robes. A religion check on the what? The robes and insignia that Susan Callow is wearing. I mean, do I already know okay. what religion she is? Uh, you can make a religion check. That's what I thought I would do. Yeah. Nice. Wow. She knows you know your religion tonight. Yeah. Apparently, I'm very religious. So uh, devout. These robes have no religious significance. Just a okay. wizard. She is a wizard. These are ostensibly arcane in nature. Okay. So uh, you said she was unconscious? Or- yes. Cool. Uh, I have a bead of cure wounds still, so I'm going to cast that on her and pick her up. Okay. Before you do that, I want you to make a medicine check. Is she dead? (laughs) Uh, With a 13, she's not dead. Mm -hmm. But you are not certain. There's no obvious wounds to heal on her. She's got trauma. She's taking them down. They would. The... I could also cast Lesser Restoration with that bead. Do I think that would be a better course of action? What you can see of her, it looks like it's primarily dehydration. She looks like her body has just given out. Um, This is me saying she has exhaustion. She's still kind of banged up, but she is suffering from the effects of exhaustion. And on, on a 13, you can just tell that that's what it is. Her body is given out. You can't tell how severe her yeah. condition is. Is Bangering relaying this information at all? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be signing it as I go. I'm going to be sitting there saying, well, it's not like anybody has an endless cup of coffee with them or anything. Well, right. I was about to say, like, if she says something, I would I would walk up with my eternal coffee mug. Be like, here, this will cure your exhaustion. We need some coffee and a funnel. Well, bummer. Lithra Restoration can't do anything about exhausted. No, that unfortunately is greater restoration. Yep. Bummer. I mean, would the coffee help? Well, I there's mean, one the way to find would. out. <laughs> Drink it. Chug, 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 chug. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fluids regardless. All right. I want whoever is going to be administering the coffee to please make a medicine check to make sure you don't drown her. Oh, let's see. Who said it was yeah, going in the top? Advantage. Was that? So who said it was going in through the top? Yeah, I have to drink this coffee mug after her, so... <laughs> well, that's what the funnel's for. Just get a paper towel and roll it up and just kind of... <laughs> Can I give them advantage to not drown or waterboard the exhausted <laughs> Any Anyone who is proficient with medicine can assist to give the person rolling advantage, yes. Yes, I do have proficiency in medicine. I would like to prevent the death of this person. <laughs> I will assist. 
I've got no, a I'm... negative one to intelligence. This could be fun. <laughs> All right. So, Oxley, are you assisting or are you administering? Oh, I'm totally assisting. I'm not. There's no way I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's technically a six, not a five, because I get a plus one. But still, yeah, it's way better. Yeah. I love the clear <laughs> healing. So. Yeah. <laughs> I might Bang actually. Does a lot of it. Yeah. Bang Ray is like, give me that cup. Let me do this. What are you like, doing? No, you have can I look to at that? open hey, can I help the mouth. Let me, let me open her mouth. <laughs> open. You want to shove a rag in there to like filter it, right? <laughs> so, Bangarang, with a 22 medicine check, you are able to very carefully and very methodically administer small portions of coffee over the course of about five minutes. And eventually, Susan sort of coughs and sputters and comes to and you're still there Ferrum is propping her up and oxley is are you holding her face so that bangering can pour the coffee in is that basically what we're doing yeah and i might pat her head when she wakes up say there there you'll be there, okay that, <laughs> you're safe now. that worked out bad for brad pitt i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> and so Oxley, you feel as Susan very weakly tries to pull away from you a little bit. She's got a gurgling noise coming up. Are you going to let go or are you going to continue to restrain her head? No, I'm totally going to let her hurl. And I will say we might have a puker here. And so you let go and she flops over towards one side and this nasty red brown ichor just sort of spews for a couple of minutes. No, a couple of minutes is a bit much. Uh, she three or four good heaves, and then she's laying there, sort of panting. I pat her head. There, 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 there. Where's the coffee? What's that? It wasn't just coffee. It came out. <laughs> was it, it was... a face hugger? Did a face hugger come out? No, too? <laughs> no. It is most decidedly inanimate. Thankfully, no glowing green jelly beans is what you're saying. That's no glowing green what jelly it is. beans. They're coming for us. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so eventually she just sort of spits and sits back up and allows Bangarang to administer a little more coffee. Yep. We also have a endless jar of water. And if that is what she would like to switch to, as she just vomited, water to switch. <laughs> as of right now, this cup of coffee is the only thing being presented to her. Okay. And she is happy to keep drinking it. Fair. I won't stop her then. Presented with coffee or water, I would choose coffee as well. I mean, even to rinse and spit? Well, maybe not that, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's mostly what I'm thinking about. Again, it's the only thing she's being presented with, so... Yep, valid. It is the thing that she is using. I got this. Prestidigitation. Clean. Okay, that'll work. Is there anything that you are going to be asking or inquiring after or trying to observe or anything while she is drinking her coffee and ostensibly regaining enough strength to potentially carry on a conversation. Micah is still guarding the entrance. And I would like to ask Faerun, how long were you in here Um, in this Tarrasque? Well, I mean, time gets kind of weird. You know, it's there's nothing really to judge off of being inside of a creature. Uh, my best guess would be probably about 10, 12 hours before you showed up. Okay. And then, I mean, we've been with you, and that's been another, what, 
hour and a half, two hours at this point. Probably strenuous digging before that. And I mean, there's no telling what Susan ran into further on. You know, if she ran into something and had to double back, something like that. I'm going to say let's let her rest up a little bit and then maybe she'll be in a condition to answer those questions herself. Yep. Uh, I want to know about the wizard, like the wizard that sent us into the Tarrasque. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you what do you want to know? Are you friends? She was a boss. We weren't friends. No. Okay. She was paying us. Was she friends of Susan's? No. Okay. The four of us, the Ironfield, we were all companions and we were all hired as a unit. Did you get paid before or after? Oh, uh, she paid us a down payment up front for provisions and equipment and expenses for preparing for the adventure. And then after we were done, we were going to get the rest of our payment. We should have negotiated better. <laughs> There was no time. I'm going to let Susan drink her coffee, but I'm just going to be like, hey, we were sent in here by Maureen to get lights for. We found some of your other companions. We're hoping to get out of here with you and the sword. Whenever you say the name Maureen, she pauses mid bringing the mug to her mouth for a minute. And you see this sort of shudder happen before she continues drinking. Proficient in insight. Can I gauge what yeah, you that can, was? You can insight check that, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Not on an eight, no. <laughs> on an eight, that may have just been an involuntary chill shudder as a result of her exhaustion. Yeah, we're in an appendix with glowing thumb-sized things. Like, who knows what's going on anymore? At this can, point, I, can we all try? Can we all try on an insight? I'm going to say that you can because you were over there with her. I'm not mm-hmm. there. So yeah. And Oxley, if Oxley wanted to, if he was paying close enough attention, he can as well. Okay. My character wouldn't have cared. And and on a four. <laughs> Apparently no. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, There's just I, a I, lot going on. Yeah, there she, is a, she has seen some stuff. Yo. She sure shivers a lot. She's got that thousand yard stare going and she's just. You know, she'll bring the cup to her mouth. She'll take a slip. She puts it back down. And that's all that she's doing right now. While it's guys very doing, mechanical. I'm going to ask, since they're wanting to let the mage rest a bit, if they're going to take a time at least for a short rest, if someone can watch the entrance, because I did not get a short rest in the last one, because mine was interrupted with the uh, there. Sure. thingies. Oh. You, are you shouting that out to everybody? Yeah. Bangarang, because you are right down next to her. You hear Susan whisper. She says uh, it's fine. They don't come in here. Sip. I'm gonna like, this is the face just like deep concerned confusion and I'm gonna relay that to the group. Like she, she says they don't come in here. Move on in. Are you going to follow up on that? Or? Yeah, I ask. What do you mean they don't come in here? The microphone? Yeah. The, the things, they, they stay out. I don't know why. All the things, or the things with multiple heads, or the plasmoids we've been fighting? Everything that I've run into has stopped and turned around when I came in here. Cool. So either something in here is worse than those things, or... That was my first thought, too. Uh, I haven't seen anything but the worms. And she's pointing to the glow worms on on the sides. I'd like to examine these worms. worms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Make make a nature check. 
nature. nature? Okay. okay. Yeah, Oxley. Um, yes. <laughs> Good I'm gonna do it. Micah, Micah has no clue what in the world these are. Neither do I. Um, they look like worms. But Oxley, these are a variation on just a standard glowworm. You're not entirely sure what they're doing in here, but I mean, if you were to go and pick one up, it doesn't do anything. It just sort of crawls around. Doesn't try to burrow into my flesh and turn me into a son of Caius. Nope. That's what I'm worried about right now. Nope. Very specific. And actually, if you were to go up and like put your hand next to one on the wall of the appendix, all of the ones near your hand would start to try and move away. But they move very, very slowly. So it would be trivial to just reach down and grab one and pick it up if you were so inclined. Oh, I'm just a worm. I'm going to um, take one of my empty healing potion flasks that I'm assuming is like clear crystal glass and put a bunch of them in one so like, I can have like a jar full of fireflies and give oh, nice. us um, All some right, so light and maybe some I will remind you that these are thumb sized so they're about three four inches long okay. and about three quarters of an inch in diameter so you're not going to fit very many of those into a potion bottle. Okay. Um, you're going to fit like one, maybe two. Okay. I will do that if I can. Absolutely. Yeah. And so now you have a vial with one of these worms in it and it's shedding bright light in about a five foot radius. So you have a nice little circle of nice warm yellow light coming out of this potion bottle. I'm going to go ahead and use some of my hit dice. Third one. Okay, so that gives me a total of 15 plus 8 is 23. Yeah. I get a spell back. Arcane Rejuvenation. I'd like to do this too. I get my key Sounds good. Back, and I do not get my Obsidian Flesh back, unfortunately. So 889 for me. Not bad. I was um, happy about it. So Ferrum is also going to roll some hit dice because he's hurting. He's hurting bad. So he's going to try and patch up while everybody's resting. So he recovers another 25 hit points. Big Rear's still doing all right. So as everything wraps up, basically what has happened here is the administration of the coffee between the liquid involved and the caffeine included has resulted in the removal of one rank of exhaustion from Susan Kahlo. Susan Kahlo still has four Ooh, ranks of exhaustion. Yeah, I was worried about that. She's not dead. She is not dead. She's about half a step away from it, though. Do we have any rope or anything with us? Well, yes. I mean, we I put some start pulling rope out. Can we make, like, a sling so Big Rear can uh, maybe carry her upon his back? Because he's less than fully combat effective at this point. We can use him as a pack wheel. Would Big Rear be okay with that? Can, well, I think, can we well, seek consent? <laughs> I mean, Big Rear and Ferrum both are very concerned with Susan's condition and by the looks of it, are not going to be willing to leave her here. So I consider that a good thing. Mm -hmm. I would be much more concerned if they were deciding just to leave her here. Yeah. Yep. Beyond that, we could try to fashion a litter, but tying her or making her so she can be easier to carry, I think, would be our best bet at this point. 
What are the walls made of? Is it just flesh? Like yes. Is it calcified or is there any like nope. piece? Nope. I could create something with it. We could also just use the rope in the Japanese method of like putting a rope under her bottom and then putting it around their shoulders and then across her back. Oh, oh wait, that's something different. Yeah, not shibori, but like <laughs> how you how you carry small children. Oh, okay, fair enough. I would just bundle them up. Yeah, a little baby carrier for her. That'd be good. So now that Susan is awake, we can start patching her up a little bit if we are so inclined. She is going to spend a couple of hit dice to try and recover some hit points too. Mm-hmm. I hit her with the wand of smiles. That'll that'll help. <laughs> she recovers another twelve hit points, so she is no longer about to die. Huzzah! Yay! But she's rough. Sometimes adventurers have bad days. She's had a very bad day. Who's rolled a one on this adventure? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we've all had a pretty bad day. I don't yeah. know about you, but going inside the body of a Tarisk is not really something that I'm looking forward no. to. Yeah. This halfling woke up thinking he was gonna have a nice breakfast, you know, and instead he is breakfast. Admittedly, you did get to eat your breakfast before the Tarask showed up. I got the first one, but not the second. <laughs> no elevensies. So, yeah, where's my exactly. Okay, so what are we going to be doing here? On our way out. We've got our sword. We've got our people. Let's exit stage closest opening out. Okay. Do we have our sword? Yes, she does have Blightspore with her. Awesome. Can we spend a moment examining the Blightspore for a moment? Because that seems like something we should probably do. Yeah, I... Since we've been told the sword is an on-off switch for the Tarask, can we, like, talk Poking through the what that kind of, like, work it back and switch? <laughs> like turning the Tarask off? Like, what part of the sword made it turn on? What have they done with it? Is there a button? Yeah. Is is that is that what she told you? Uh, she, vaguely, yeah. She told us that the sword was used to raise the Tarask and it would be used to kill the Tarask somehow. Are we going to have to kill your boss? And Susan chuckles a little bit and says, "Uh, It's less of a switch and more of a focus. She thought that she could control it. That's what she was trying to do with the sword. Going. Um, So she woke it up thinking she could control it. And, well, let's just say something this big and this old isn't going to be controlled by a gnome. They else getting a little bit queasy of the fact that the Archmage outside wants to control a Tarisk. I mean, oh, I think she's probably figured out by this point that that's not going to happen. Can I insight to see if she's holding back any information? Go ahead. 17. Nice. No, she's open book. She is. Okay. She's inspired to lie. She has zero motivation to cover for Maureen right now. Fair enough. Ma- Maureen just got her et. <laughs> Can I examine the object, the actual sword? Yeah, sure. I would like you have it out. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's sitting there. Whenever she was unconscious on the ground, she still had one hand wrapped around the hilt of it. Okay, Would that be a history perception. I was um, I was doing Arcana because I figured it was a magic object. Yeah. So with the nineteen Arcana, this is it's an unconventional material for a sword. Um, as we mentioned, it was crafted from one of this Tarask's teeth. 
and it has a number of arcane runes carved into it that on a 19, they do seem to have some amount of enchantment magic worked into them to where with the proper combination of spells, perhaps with a large number of powerful spellcasters working in tandem, you might be able to magically that. control a creature such as this. If but, you want, Ian, I can cast Detect Magic and just if, if that helps. I mean, if you want. Sure. It might give me like, I don't know, the different type, like the, the, the type of magic maybe. Well, I'm glad we stopped to figure this out inside the Tarrasque because it's much easier to do inside the Tarrasque than running away from the Tarrasque. That's a good point. So casting Detect Magic upon this item reveals that you must have a strength score of 17 or higher to wield this titanic bladed fang. Harvested from a Tarrasque, either living or dead, and given a makeshift handle, these blades are renowned for their sheer destructive force. You gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon, and it deals an extra 2d6 bludgeoning damage to any object or structure it hits. So this wizard's a lot heftier than she looks. She wasn't going to use it as a sword. That's just the thing. Like this object, yes, it is a weapon and it is a very powerful weapon in the hands of someone strong enough to use it. That's not the only thing it can do. You know, a wizard's staff can be a focus and a conduit of incredible arcane power, or they can take it in both hands and beat the piss out of somebody with it. You know, this sword has that same dual purpose. So as a focus, what it do? It allows you to enact your will upon the Tarrasque magically. Just the Tarrasque or anything? Just the Tarrasque. I mean, as far as I can tell, it's the magic is rather powerful and rather obscure, but from the runes, as far as I can read them, it is a very specific enchantment and it doesn't work on any Tarrasque. It works on this Tarrasque because this is the Tarrasque this tooth came from. I look at Oxley, you do magic, right? (laughs) I really don't want to give this sword back to that wizard. But we could use the sword to get out of this Tarrasque, right? Yeah, because yeah. Let's... It can bite itself. Get out of the Tarrasque, yeah. We're definitely getting out of this thing. But I really, mm-hmm. I I just feel like we're creating another big bed by giving the sword back to the person that hired us. I almost feel like if we can vaporize this sword after we get out, we would be better off. Good luck with that. Unless you have a way to shift an incredibly powerful artifact to another plane of existence or... You know, completely destroy it. <laughs> I'm, I might. We can also find someone capable of doing such a thing. How many extra dimensional objects do we currently have on our person? I don't have any, I don't believe. I've got I, I don't either. I've got one at least. No, one. I have two. I have two. What Anybody two else? do you have? Well, a boundless coffee mug and an, a decanter of endless water, of course. Well, the decanter of endless water does connect to the elemental plane of water true but the coffee cup that might just be a conjuration or a transmutation it might be there's not a plane of coffee please let there be a plane of coffee i'm sure that if you looked hard enough you could find a quasi-elemental plane of coffee i mean that'd but, be like a plane of steam or a plane of mud one or two depending on the strength say that again 
it'd be the, either the plane of steam or booze, depending on the strength. It's a lovely realm, whatever it nice. is. We're worth black. <laughs> it's nice music. It's always cool inside. You can smell pumpkin spice in the air. You got some mm-hmm. hipster, like, acoustic guitar playing. Delightful. Old John Bay, you know, somebody's playing a John Bay. Yeah. Napping at the end. It's good. Some spoken word poetry. Yep. You got some cigars next door. You're fine. We want to be there. Can we go be there now? <laughs> <laughs> Susan has Ferrum help her up to her feet and she's unsteady but she's walking and she says well we're not going to get anything done just sitting in here first step is going to be get out then we can figure out what we're doing with the sword I ask just in general is the sword currently bonded to anyone no again looking at Oxley if you were to I can't think of the stupid word you get three of them she says, um, you don't have to attune to this. I mean, it's just the magic latent in it that does what it does. The reason it allows the caster to influence the Tarrasque when the Tarrasque would normally shrug off the magical effects is because this is a piece of the Tarrasque. This is the Tarrasque acting upon itself. Okay. That's how the magic ends up working. So how much... Do you know about Tarrasque anatomy? How close are we to the outside of the Tarrasque? In other words, if I were to take this sword and beat on the wall really hard, could we get out of here? Well, I don't know a huge amount about Tarrasque anatomy, Uh but I do know that if you were to cut through this organ, Mm -hmm. you would still have the body cavity around this organ and all of the connective tissues connecting this organ to the muscle and the skin and all of that nonsense. So you would have a whole lot of layers to ostensibly cut through. This is unfeasible. Yes, I understand. So no, we won't do that then. And given the things that show up and the purpose that they serve, these antibodies, if you start hacking your way through the walls, they're going to start showing up in force, I think. Okay. So we got to leave the natural method. I mean, we're not too terribly far. It's just, it's a bit arduous this last little bit. Okay, I need DM advice because I want to ask a question, but I don't know if my character will be smart enough to ask said question. Okay, so James, a nine intelligence is very slightly below average. I have an eight, but yes. <laughs> even even an eight. Okay. That is slightly below average intelligence. I figured Typical. I'm not like on four. This isn't like this isn't like a three where you're okay. incapable of literacy. Fair you enough. know. You're, I wonder you're a high ask, schooler, college graduate, you know. I wanna ask if the sword can control parts of the Trask instead of the Trask as a whole. I don't have the magic even even if I were at full strength, I don't have the magic necessary to to enact my will upon this task. I'm not a powerful enough wizard. All right, let's go out the natural exit then. Yeah. Let's get this done. Lead us to the cloaca. Yeah, it's Chloe. All right, we head out. So that brings us to the next section. The smell oozing out of the exit at the far end of this roughly 40 foot square chamber is enough to turn your stomach. It is definitely something, something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
it definitely smells fecal in nature. Mm. Let's just put it that way. It's like mom used to make. And as you look inside, we have some friends in here. They're excrementals. They are, in fact, excrementals. (laughs) Are are you sure they're friends? I think you mean to say a different word. That word. (laughs) And they they notice... friends. They notice you as you start coming in, and they start going... Oh, no. If I can't clean some poop elementals. And so now it is time to roll initiative. Lovely. I was kind of serious about that. Like, can you cantrip clean a poop elemental? Because technically it removes dirt and filth. From a soiled object. Oh, that's a good point. When the object is the soiled, that's kind of going back to the Mythbusters episode of Can You Polish a Turd? I've not seen that episode. They did. Yeah, they they were able to polish. It's very polished. So there's Ferrum. We're going to have Begrier initiative and then because it is a skill check susan makes initiative roll with disadvantage so that four is her initiative okay and then finally because i have everything so well organized here so our stool elementals are getting a 13. all right so initiative for this combat is going to be Micah starting with a 20, followed by Ferrum with a 14, the Stool Elementals with a 13, Oxley with a 12, Bangarang with an 11, Vaka and Begrier with 8, and Susan with a 4. Okay, so Micah, you are up first. Um, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to reach for my flask of glowworm thingies, and I'm going to hold it up, and I'm going to move to about here. Oh, good idea. And I'm going to see if they react to the glowworms at all, if they're attracted or repelled or ambivalent to such. Other than that, I'm going to hold my action, which will be an attack action if they try to move towards me with the glowworms held up. So yeah, you you move about 15 feet forward and move decidedly into the chamber. Again, this glowworm is only emanating light in about a five foot radius. Yeah. But they seem wholly unimpressed. Okay. Again, I'm going to hold my action, particularly if this upper one moves towards me or if anything moves within, say, 15 feet of me, then I will use my stone shard as an attack action. Okay. Ferrum is up next. He is going to work his way through the crowd and into the chamber, and he has his short sword and rapier drawn. Yeah, get him, decoy. And (laughs) that is as far as he's going to go. He is also going to ready an attack action if one of these gets within melee range of him. Which brings us to the stool elementals. So this one is going to come up to Ferrum and... This one is going to come up to Ferrum, and this one is moving closer to you, Micah. So, are you going to go ahead and use your ready yeah, action to? Yeah, I'm going to use my stone shard as a bludgeoning attack. Okay. It's going to be on the lower of the two next to me, so that way I'll be taking up the one closest to Ferrum as well. An 18 definitely hits, but it hits with this fuck noise, this very soft, wet noise. And it sort of slurps in 
and it doesn't seem to have as much of an effect as you think it should. Okay. I shout back not to use bludgeoning attacks. So Ferrum is going to use his prepared action to attack with his rapier, the first one who comes up. 18 will hit. Mm. And so he stabs it and pulls his rapier out and it doesn't look like it's done a whole lot of anything either. Oh, and he also needs to make a strength check. 18 is enough. You can tell that he has a little bit of trouble trying to withdraw the rapier from the stool elemental, the excremental, if you will, that he has poked. So he's like, yeah, don't stab him either. So bludgeoning's out, piercing's out. Maybe they're just resistant. Yeah. I mean, they definitely look like they felt it. It did definitely affect them, but just not very well. So yes, they are in fact resistant to bludgeoning and piercing damage. All right, so first up, the first one is going to make its multi-attack against Micah Mm. with its slam attack. 14 versus AC and another 14. So that missed on both. The second one is making its multi-attack against you with its slam attack. With a seven, it misses. And with an eight, it also misses. Aha, can't hit me. Neater, neater. So (laughs) first one on Ferrum. Good first one. Oh, no. Uh, 19 is going to hit. His his AC is 16. Uh, Second one is also going to hit with a 24. Second one, multi-attack, 23 hits, and a six uh, (laughs) natural one misses. So he gets hit three times. Mm. Boy, I'm glad that he used his hit dice to recover some hit points because, oh, buddy. I'm going to miss you, decoy. (laughs) Because that was 30 points of damage on those three hits. Yeah, I'm going to miss you, decoy. (laughs) <laughs> I can hear the concern just radiating from your voice. I am. He might. They might hit me. <laughs> I get hit by poop. All right. So that brings us yes. to the end of their turn. Next up is Oxley. DM, I have a question for you. Oxley, I have an answer for you. I, I understand that there's a foul stench emanating from the room. Would it have a methane smell to it? Sulfur Potentially. Perhaps? Excellent. I'm going to firebolt the nearest creature. Mother. Right there. <laughs> okay. Fire in the hole. You got evasion, right, dwarf? Yes, I do. Good. Might need it. <laughs> Thanks. So 21. 21 hits. 2d10 fire damage. Thanks. So for 17 fire damage. All right. Nice. So, the, so the firebolt lashes out and it hits and it plumps against the moist excremental body. It doesn't seem to have as much of an effect as you think it should. So the atmosphere does not ignite is what I'm getting. The atmosphere also does not ignite. That is correct. That is a good and a poor choice, but that's fine. Now we've learned something, guys. Fire doesn't work very well either. Okay. You have now discovered all three of their resistances. (laughs) (laughs) There are only three? I will tell you that much. There are only three that everything would be with disadvantage and we would just slog our way through the poop fight. All right. Oxley, are you going to do anything else? You got got any bonus actions or anything? Uh, no. 
just gonna <laughs> take a step back. Okay, bangering, you're up. I know I mentioned before that the verbal component for Word of Radiance for bangering is him mimicking what sounds like a little old lady's voice saying the word poop. Yes. So uh, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna cast Word of Radiance. And... Okay, which one are you going to cast Word of Radiance upon? Uh, I do believe this one here in front of Micah. The one that Micah threw a rock at? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be the easiest one to see. Uh, 15 on his... It is a dexterity save, right? Yep. Yep. So... Oh, wait, no. You utter a divine word and burning radiance erupts around you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on the constitution saving throw or take one Is that... Well, word of radiance is the AoE. Yeah. Concept. Apparently. So I'm going to move up here so it can actually hit someone. Uh, Is that going to also hit your allies? Uh, he choose, right? Creature of your choice. So I can. Of your choice, out. okay. I can exclude my allies. It's a constitution saving throw. So that would hit three of them. Nice. It, 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 it is, did you say it's a five foot radius? Yep. Yes. Wait, did no. you say poop? I did say poop. Two of them. The two that have been hit are both. So we're going to do the one above, a 19 saves, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the one below, an 11 does not. And that's the one that's taken more damage at this point, so... Cool beans. They will take 2d6 radiant damage. Alright. And that does seem to affect them normally. Good. I have called them by what they are. The poop sizzles. Ooh. It smells wonderful, let me tell you. Oh, that's great. I yeah, had that, that's the flavor I want. Thanks for that mental image, DM. It smells like a port john at a festival on Sunday afternoon. Guys, aren't you glad we're adventurers inside this Jurassic? <laughs> Fighting and, you know, getting fame and fortune. It was this or uh, working on the family goat farm. So this is pretty much the same, honestly. Okay, so is that going to finish up your turn, Bangery? Yeah. All right. Just real dangerously close to poop. In that case, Vaka, it is your turn. All right. First, Bangarang, thank you for saying poop again. That made me happy. <laughs> Second of all, here I go. I'm going to advance here and I am going to attack this one here. Okay. With my battle axe. Okay. It is a slashing weapon. It is cold iron and magical if that is important. Okay. And I get two attacks and I have my shield in my other hand, which actually, hang on a second. I knew that. I knew there was a reason I wanted to be right there. I get to use my reaction to give uh, disadvantage. For one of my, uh, for one of the them to attack one of my friends. God, freaking hit! Okay. I'm sorry. One the thing, headsets. One thing yep. at a time. Okay, so let's do this first. Okay, the one to the south of you is the more damaged of the two sure. adjacent to you. Then I will do that one. Okay, that sounds good. Seventeen hits. Excellent. All right, it takes ten. Um, it takes more than that. Okay. It really did not like getting chopped. Good. Which is me saying that they're vulnerable to slashing damage. Very nice. Ooh. <laughs> All right. It is barely holding together, but it is still I will slash together. it again. Then I wish to slash it again. Okay. 27 will definitely do it. All right. It takes another 10. Actually, 12. Well, it uh, takes two because that's how many hit points I had left. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. So this one, after much poking and prodding and burning and chopping finally yes. deflates into a puddle of brown 
sludge on the ground. A little whoopee cushion right there. Yeah. Okay, the reason I mentioned I have my axes, or sorry, my shield, is that I do less damage if I have my shield, but I have it up so I can help my allies. So. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else you want to do? No, I'm where I need to be. Okay. So Big Rear is going to move up to the entrance to the chamber so he can actually see some things. And he is going to attempt to Sacred Flame the other one that has taken damage, the one over next to Micah. And it succeeded on its saving throw, so it takes no damage. Where's a jar of salsa when you need it? There's some jalapenos <laughs> in here. And then Susan moving up as close as she can to get actually a little bit of line of sight. So she is, because she saw that Oxley's firebolt didn't really do much, she is going to attempt to use Ray of Frost. Uh, With a 17, even with disadvantage, that does do it for eight points of cold damage. So she hits the poop monster and the poop monster gets a little bit frosty. Hmm. All right. That brings us back to the top of the order with Micah. Micah, you are starting your turn within 10 feet of one of these, so I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Eva lost constant save. 19? Yeah, that'll do it. So you are not poisoned, and you are now immune to their noxious aura for 24 hours. Huzzah. Now, quick question, since these are within five feet, they are now within the glow of the glow worm. I'm assuming it still has no effect. It has no effect. Okay, that's fine. I am going to use my key empowered strikes to make my unarmed strikes count as uh, magical slashing. And I'm going to multi-attack this one next to me here. Okay, make your first attack. First attack, go slicey slice. 21 hits. Second attack. Yeah, wait, before you do that, I need you to make a strength check. Okay. Pull your hand back out. Son of a... Yeah, your hand gets stuck. Okay, well, I'll hit it with my other hand. Okay. I have two! I've seen this episode of Fair Rabbit. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 21 will do it. For 10. For 10? Go yep. slashing. And that will drop that one. So you punch the turd to death. <laughs> Falcon punch! Very nice. <laughs> okay. He, once it's goo, can he get his hand out? Yeah. Well, once, oh, good. I mean, it's <laughs> no, just stuck. It dragged him down. I mean, it's still coating his hands. He is decidedly covered to the elbows in fecal matter, but it is no longer animate. I didn't have to like Vaseline up or nothing. I just went full elbow deep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have anything else that you want to do on your turn? I don't think at this point I'd be able to use my multi-attack because the one I was attacking... No, you can use your bonus action unarmed strike... Or you can clear your blows on a target other than... All you have to do is have made an attack action. Okay, I will flurry of blows this one to the north of me. That's just important here. 10 and a 20. The 10 does not hit, or or does not hit with sufficient force to deal damage. The 20 does. For 6, again, that's still magical slashing. Okay. I need you to make two strength checks. Okay. DC 13. Uh, you managed to get one arm out. So you, you have one arm stuck and the other arm you managed to wrench out. Okay. So it do have a hold of you. All right. Can we okay. hug next time? 
Okay, next up is Ferrum. So Ferrum is going to start with a con save. With a 21, he is successful on his con save and is immune for 24 hours. He is going to start off with a rapier and a short sword. Actually, he's going to put away his rapier and only use his short sword for slashing damage. And yes, I know that the PHB says that it's piercing damage, but it's a sword. He's slashing with it. (laughs) That one's always bothered me. Why a short sword would be piercing instead of slashing. Anyway, so he's got multi-attack. So he is 17 hits and a 12 just hits for 8 and 8, 16 total. Doubled is 32. (laughs) And he is going to action surge because he has that now that he's had a short rest and he's going to slash at it again. Uh, 14. That's enough to drop it. And because he has action surged and he still has one attack left, he is going to move over here and use his last attack on the one that has hold of Micah's hand. Uh, 23 hits for eight points, double to 16. There go my ego. Right, and then he is going to use his bonus action to second wind to recover 12 hit points. So he's had a productive round. That was good yep. for him. Unfortunately, it is now that thing's turn. It is within 10 feet of me, so it takes four points of damage. It does take four points of psychic damage, yes. Yes. The only one that you get to do that to because <laughs> the rest of them all died. I know, they died I, so fast. Uh, it's okay. I question a turd taking psychic damage that feels backwards. I'm it's just like saying a turd It is a sentient turd. It's an excremental. I think it feel bad about itself. How do you insult a sentient turd? <laughs> think about that. So on its turn, I'm going to say that it is probably going to go... Uh, let's do one against each because Ferrum hit it real hard and it was real unfriendly. But Micah is stuck to it. So we're going to start with one attack against Micah. There's a 24 hit. 24 hits. And then one attack against Ferrum. A 14 does not hit. (laughs) So Micah, you take seven points of bludgeoning and three points of poison damage. Even if I am poison resistant? Uh, Poison resistance just is resistance to the poison Poison condition. I think. I don't think that Dwarven Resistance gives you resistance to poison damage. Yes, it says Dwarven Resilience, you have advantage on saving throws against poison and you have resistance against poison damage. Okay, then you only take one point of poison damage, so you take eight points total. Okay. Alright, and that is its turn. So, Oxley. My head in over here, look at it. I still see it. Toll the dead. Okay, that's a wisdom save. Flat roll. Oh, nice, but it failed. It did fail, so 2d12 necrotic damage. 12 points of damage. Very nice. That is enough to splat it. Congratulations! You beat a bunch of ambulatory poop. You get prestidigitation, and you get prestidigitation. Everyone gets prestidigitation. I'll take prestidigitation. Otherwise, I was just going to, like, nonchalantly wipe my hand on Farrow's cloak. (laughs) Just be like, nothing. (laughs) Good job, buddy. Good job. I mean, we're all going to look at proper sight once we get out of here. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so everybody survived the poop fight. Yay, Wait. poop fight. 
Who has the sword currently? Who has Blightspore? Susan, I would imagine. We didn't take it from her, did we? Uh, Begrier is the one carrying it because Susan uh, is yeah. okay. very I, exhausted. I was yeah, making okay. sure we did, in fact, pick it up and brought it with us, just in case. They're not going to leave it in the appendix, no. You wouldn't think, but them or things have happened. <laughs> you know, the way That's out, they're like, oops. <laughs> Real nose goes to see who has to go back in for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, not it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's drag you across to the next map. To the maps. All right, so the stench of this chamber is awful. What you can only guess is feces covers the walls, floors, and ceilings like thick mud. At regular intervals, pockets of the feces explode and emit brief white light. Oh my. White light? Apparently. Is it like a methane burst or something? Can I roll a nature checker to figure out what that is? See if it's anything dangerous? Like, is it going to like blow up in our face or something? Should I maybe put my cigarette out? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can make... Please. Put your shitty cigarette. No, 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 no. Here, I'll put it out like this. I toss it in there to see if it. <laughs> or anybody else jumps nice, in, right? Nice knowing. Much like the excrementals, it hits and it goes out with a wet fizzle. Oh well. Oh, that was beautiful. Holy crap! Go out with a bang. I'm really hard tonight. Look at that. Yep, you got nothing, Micah. Fair enough. All right, you got nothing. Let's go slog through it. Wait, nature check. I want to make a nature check. Does this explode? Just for the heck of it. Well, oh well. <laughs> hey, honestly, I missed that part when I was reading through it the first time, so I don't know what the hell this is. So, <laughs> is it not the large intestine, or maybe a small? Uh, I mean, it, like, this is the ascending colon. colon. Yeah. Ascending colon. I'm just wondering if it's like in um, Princess Bride, where you had the swamp, where you just had like the random volcano burst the, things. Yeah, the fire bursts. Yeah. Yeah. We'll all be spectacles to the uh, Tarask when we're done, because we've had like firsthand knowledge of how to, you know, diagnose all its problems. Yeah, best that's ever. It could just be like far too excessive release of energy bonds since it's breaking down food. Fair enough. But man, it's packed. It's foul. All right, so we're going to maintain initiative order. Okay. Off of the last encounter, so we're going to. I'm going to have people moving through. This is going to be difficult for Susan, uh, unless somebody is willing to carry her. I thought she was being carried by Begrier. No, she's not being carried by Begrier. She is walking. Begrier is carrying the sword. Okay. Okay, I'll carry her. Yeah, Begrier's one hand is full. Fair enough. I will carry her. Okay. Um, and she is... What's your strength again? 18? 18. Yeah, it's trivial for you to carry her. So, we're going to start at the top with Micah. Go ahead and make your movement. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move to about Mia, and then I'm going to look further up and make sure there's nothing hostile or dangerous looking. Ahead. Okay, make a perception check at disadvantage because it's dark up there, because nobody has any light up there yet. Even with my five feet of wonderful glowy light? <laughs> yeah, you can see five feet in front of you. Okay, perception, there we go. Seriously, yeah. with the rolls. Yeah, five. If there is anything up there, it is hidden in the darkness. Well, I'm calling out. I'm not seeing anything. All right. Are you going to use your action to dash? Or are you going to... I'm going to hold action just in case there is something that pops up that I can't see. Okay. So Ferrum is next. And he is going to move up next to you. 
and he is similarly going to hold an attack action in case something comes up. Next is going to be Oxley. All right, uh, dancing lights about right here. So that will shed. You are going to have to enter in to get line of sight on that location. All right, in that case, I would move to where these guys are and then cast it here. Okay. That's my action. Do we see anything, by the way? Uh, Make a perception check. Cool. Poop, poop, and more poop. No more poop. It's the poop smith. I don't see anything. Uh, All of the feces that you see is inanimate. Oh, we're going to get some prize excrementals. It's the kind of poop poop. I like. It's the stuff that doesn't move. All right. Bangerang. It's kind of painful if it doesn't move. If these poops explode, would they be explosive diarrhea? Only if they're liquidy. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I am going to cast light on something. We'll say I've got a rock in my pocket, just the right size to hold and cast light. I don't know. You can cast it on, like, your shield. I don't have a shield. Or whatever it is you happen to... Do you have a weapon? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. Well, whatever your weapon happens to be, you can... Or you can, you know, cast it on your armor or something. Yeah. Put it on your hat. No, then it's real close to my face. That's the only problem. Put it on your pants. <laughs> Super shiny. Pretty sure it's with a light spell. That's what we need. Why are you yelling at me? All right. Is it your turn? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Vaka and Begrir. Begrir is going to use his action to move up here, and then he is going to continue up to about there. So he is scouting ahead. Let's go ahead and have him make a perception check. That's a pretty good perception check. So with a 23 perception, he notices something in the poo right around his feet. And he bends down and sort of kicks it out, and it is a scroll case. Oh. He is busy holding the sword with his one hand, but he does find a scroll case in the detritus. I go ahead and run up and grab it. On your turn, you can. Well, I was holding an action. You were holding an attack attack action. Okay, so I can only... Attack scroll case. Yeah. I'm going to punch that scroll case. I'm going to punch it it so hard. What's up, ninja loot? Why are you trying to creep up on everybody's loot? (laughs) Loot's too. Hacks. All right. So Vaka. Vaka, with her horn that is already lit up because it is basically uh, what a yeah. moonlight thing. Yeah. yeah so she's got ahead. a source of light. Carries. I uh, cannot carry this NPC. I will move. We'll bring her. her up with you. Okay. Since Susan is not feeling awesome, I am not gonna like go. I'll go over here, but I'm not gonna go all the way to where Big Rear is. Okay. So. Right, and that brings us back to the top of the order. I need everybody, everybody everybody now, to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, everybody within 10 feet of me gets an extra plus four bonus. So hopefully I get the benefit of that too. Let's just find out. Plus four, Does does a 13 save? 13 does. Okay, good. The number you are looking for is 10. Oh, okay. We all saved. Hooray, everybody saved. So the poop explosion happened far enough away that nobody got splattered with it this time. All right, Micah. I'm going to go ahead and move up to where Big Rare is. Okay. I'm going to pick up that scroll case and examine it. Give it a look. It's a scroll case. It's locked. 
Okay. Oh, it's, um, it's latched. It's latched. not locked. Okay, and then I'm going to look further up to see if there's anything I can see that's going to be, again, hostile or dangerous. Okay. Kind of taking it slow and easy. On the 19, yeah, um, everything appears to be completely inanimate at this point. I call back, still clear, and then I am going to hold a move action. Well, why don't you just go ahead and move? I don't know if there's... Okay, well, yeah, then I'll go ahead and move up to about here. Let's not delay this colonoscopy any longer. Let's, Let's get through this. Yeah, Barum is likewise going to move to here, then use a dash action, and he's going to perception check up the hall. Oh, 25. Yeah, there's nothing up there necessarily. He also notices something shiny in the poo, and he digs it out, and it is a brooch, like a necklace with a pendant on it. Um, Oxley. You're up. Cool. I am going to maintain concentration on dancing lights and move it uh, here. Okay. And then I'm going to a double move. Yeah, you can move and then you can dash. Yeah, I'm going to move and dash. So that'll. Okay. I'm going here. Yep. There. All Trying right. to get out. Are you, are you going to make any sort of perception checks or sure. are you, you going to look for anything in particular or would that, you just. Would that be perception or would that be investigation? Because you have seen that Begrir and Ferrum have both found things in the poo, if you are looking in the poo for items, that would be investigation. If you're just scanning the environment, looking for anything generally, a 14, give me a d6 roll. You find a leather flask, Mm. and you pick it up, and it sloshes. Uh, Whatever's in it is a keeper found in the colon of the Tarrasque. So good. We'll figure out what it is. Might be something cool. Might be acid. Could be poison. Could be really good wine. Could be really good wine. Yeah, poo wine. Mm. Oh, like the Kopi Luyak, the, that, that coffee bean. Yeah, that's right. And that goes with yeah, your coffee. Creature. The Civic Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you may start a craze when we get out of here with that. Get some Tarask wine. Possibly. Tarask wine in the tar's ass. The way that you figure that one out is by opening it and seeing what's inside. I'll wait till my nostrils aren't fried from the colon of the tar's. Okay. So that brings us to Bangarang. Mm-hmm. Ah, nope. Stop. Sheep. Stay there. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 50. Yeah. Let's hang out here with Ferrum. Okay. And you see that he has found a rather dirty brooch that he has pulled out of the poo figures we'd have some and then i found five dollar bits <laughs> so beg rear and vodka all right so lady vodka is going to move up with susan i'm not really interested in looking for poo treasure at the moment i just want to make sure susan's all right look around make sure nothing's going to come out of the walls and get us so far we've been good but i'll roll another perception just in case okay and then that's me i think yeah you I see nothing <laughs> Like everything is great. I love poo. How about you? you? You are more concerned with not jostling Susan as you carry her through the colon than you are your surroundings. Carry her through the colon. It's <laughs> not which... how I pictured our first date. <laughs> right? Okay. Back to the top of the order. I need everyone to make another constitution saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oxley, are you near me or are you far away? I'm far away. I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to burn and re-roll that because that's bad. Yeah. There you go. That's better. 
right. Um, so Susan, even with the plus four, because Blood she's hard. because <laughs> she's rolling a disadvantage for four ranks of exhaustion, only gets a nine. Oh. So I gently hold her head away from me when she turns up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like turn her head. Carolyn, you, yeah, you just just I don't know. Throw up on this other person. It's just pull no. her back. It's okay. It's all right. We've all been there. Safe right. now. <laughs> she just sort of coughs and wipes at her face and retches a little bit and sort of dry heaves on your shoulder. She doesn't really have a whole lot of anything to come up anymore. So it's more dry heaves at this point. We've all had nights like that. Uh, yes. yeah, so so <laughs> she, she is poisoned until the end of her next turn. All right, Micah. I am going to... Let's see. What's the... Uh, you hold Q and move to get the uh, movement counter? I think yeah. I think I think it is safe to say that with your forty feet of movement speed, with a dash you can get out of the colon on this turn. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go and I'm gone. I'll be. I'm not gonna like leave, leave, but I'll be right at just on the other side of the entrance, so the rest of the party can keep up, or I can jump back to them if need be. I don't want to like walk into a giant, you know, super super experimental or something like that. At this point, with a dash action, everybody from where you are right now can make it out of this colon on this turn. So we're not even going to take the 10 minutes or whatever to move everybody. We're just going to say everybody clears out. I do, while everyone's coming out, I want to take the time to unlatch the case and see if I can determine what kind of scrolls are in there and see if someone else in the party can figure out what kind of scrolls were in the case, if maybe it's something useful. There's definitely a scroll in there. Is it legible to me? Um, no, because you are not a spellcaster. Okay, fair enough. I'll call for Oxley to come over and look at it when he gets close. Okay. Well, I mean, everybody's out now, so... Okay, yeah, so... Oxley, look. Gaze upon these works in despair. Oh, yeah, wait. we're in a colon right now. What am I doing? We're in Oximandius's colon. Maybe it's like a, a scroll of gauge or something like that. Do I... Uh, yeah, I'll look at it and see what I see. Okay. I need to make an arcana check or something like that, or detect magic. Well... Let's see here to see if a certain spell is on your spell list. I think it is. Identify? No, the to see if the spell on the scroll. Oh, gotcha. Is on one of your spell lists. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, Bard Cleric Druid. Yes, this is a scroll of greater restoration. Oh, nice. I'm assuming he mentions that, and then I look back towards the uh, very sick and slightly poisoned um, sorcerer or wizard. This could be useful, yes. Do we want to use that now, or do we want to hold on to it? I mean, extra, probably. Okay, I was going to say extra hands never hurt. Yeah, I was going to say Oxley right now, I am carrying her, so this would allow her to walk and, you know, be more likely to survive. I think maybe we, we use it on Susan. Does Greater Restoration heal one level of exhaustion or all levels of exhaustion? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because if it's one, I would say we wait. If it's multiple, I would say we use it. One level. Okay. Yeah, it's that's not. Right. Okay. We'll go down to three, which still has, like, disadvantage on everything. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, her hit point maximum will no longer be halved. That is what it would do to go from four to three. Okay. Okie dokie. So you have emerged from the Ascending colon, and now you are in the Transverse colon, going across the top. This area is so large you can't see to the other end of it. Feces riddles the floor, walls and ceiling. The air is incredibly dry here. It's a dry heat. I went ahead and rolled perception, again, looking for anything hostile and or dangerous. 
Um, yeah, nothing readily apparent. Okay, I say it's clear, and then I'm going to use... Before anybody walks across this chamber, I need everybody to make another constitution saving throw. Oh, no. I'm okay. Everybody is within aura of Vaka, so Big Rear gets an 11. He needed a 10. Look up there, lad. You'll be all right. All right. He's hoping. Does that include Big Rear's um, Because he has Dwarven blah, 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 whatever, too. Dwarven heritage. It's, it's, this isn't poison. Oh, okay. Well, I believe it's... Oh, no, okay, it's just against poison. It is okay. specifically against poisons, yes. Um, no, this is because this is the part of the colon that draws all of the water out of your food. And so you are literally resisting having the liquids pulled from your body. I like it. And only by Vaka's magical aura does Susan not get completely siphoned again. I stop, and who has... Oxley, you have the thing of infinite water, right? Never-ending water? I do. I sit there and, like, I don't even ask or say anything. I grab it from you, and I just, like, dump it over my head till I'm just kind of, like, soaked and drenching through, and I will let that water evaporate off me before it gets to my actual core, and maybe that'll give me advantage. I'm hoping DM discretion there on further constitution saves in this case. Well, first up, Oxley, are you going to just let him do that? I don't know. I'm kind of amused by all of this. <laughs> I mean, are you going to let him just come up and grab something off of your person? He would be hard pressed to just grab something off of me. That's my question. Are you I mean, going... if, if he wants to make an attack roll to grab something that I'm currently holding, I'm going to say opposed dexterity checks. Okay. That works. So I must see. Ooh. Not saves. Oh, just full check. Okay. Oh. So there's oh, a twelve nice. for Micah. Same. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. I did the same damn thing. Sorry. No, that's fine. Nope. You have been thoroughly rebuffed. Okay. It's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm... As I'm sipping on my coffee. <laughs> What's that there you want? Go. What's that? You guys ever try to catch a dog when it's trying to get away? Yes. And it's just kind of dancing around you? <laughs> What's that I, you want? I... This? this is what you want right here? Oh, I am so tempted to try to tackle you at this point. But no, I, I will let it go. I will let it go. I will not do any party combat. I am being good, I promise. I'll dunk I, you in my turn. Don't worry. It, it, I just get that image of the overly intrusive, the shh, and just placing a gloved finger over your mouth and just like actually making physical contact with your mouth and just shh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No, he didn't actually physically hit any of the instrumentals. Okay. Because that would have been hilarious otherwise. That's what I was <laughs> picturing too. And I was just like, ew. Why do you guys think that I'm not casting Prestidigitation like pretty much every 10 feet? Fair enough. Just yeah, I mean, it is every and then I appreciate you so much. <laughs> just leave um, the mark. <laughs> but yeah, as it is, that was basically a one and done save. Okay. So so there is no additional saving throws to get through. You are able to get through here unscathed for the remainder of this portion of the colon. Oh, hold up. No, no, no. He wants, if he starts walking ahead, I'm going to hit him with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, He's trying hard to get it. I'm going to hit him with the garden hose. <laughs> okay. So um, is that a strength save? Does it say? If you hit something with the geyser on the decanter of endless water, does it say? Yeah. I'll, I'll read it off for you real quick so we can we can kind of see. We have stream, which produces a gallon of water. 
fountain which produces five gallons of water. That's cute. Geyser, which produces 30 gallons of water, 30 foot long and a foot wide. So yeah, um, DC 13 strength save. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be about 300 pounds of, yeah, 300 pounds of water. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. It's like standing where they like Dollywood and the other things where they have the log flume rides and they have the people that can stand next to where the logs hit the water and you get that giant wave. It's like that. Or next to the splash zones, next to Shamu. We're standing in front of a fire hydrant. I don't know about you all, but there was a day whenever I was in elementary school and the fire department actually came out with a fire truck and shot the kids with the fire hose. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. They did that at some of the concerts I was at way back when. But yeah, definitely that. Okay. I am happily soaked at this point, And I guess I'm going to be up again to about meow. Okay. I look back at Oxley at that point and I just laugh. I point at him and I laugh. <laughs> See, we have fun here, right? Of course. So moving right along, you can't even tell how deep or wide this chamber is, as huge amounts of feces block the majority of the path. Uh, and the smell, well, let's just say it's nothing the minstrels will be singing about. I don't know. I don't think they've met Oxley yet. <laughs> I'm composing a ballad of the colon now. Oh my. All right, so the only way through the descending colon is by burrowing. Oh, lovely. We might need that geyser now. Yeah. Allow that. me to solve this problem. I break out Please do. my lyre of building and begin to sing a ballad of how the bowels have moved to break our way through the fourth wall. Part of the lyre of building allows me to cast pass wall. Okay. <laughs> what is the criteria of pass wall? It says a passage appears at a point of your choice you can see on uh, what well, says wood, plaster, or stone. Would this be considered some kind of earthen structure, considering its feces? This is night soil. Good point. Okay. Tell you what. Basically, make a spell attack roll. We're making a caster ability check. Okay. To see if you can improvise it sufficiently to burrow through something other than what it's intended to. Now. Could he also use the fabricate ability of the liar first to turn it into one of the He's materials? He's already used the fabricate ability ah, okay. today. So, yeah. Otherwise, oh I would have well. just done that. Yep. All right. Yeah, with a 17, I would say that, yes, that is plenty sufficient. And for the sake of getting us done, because we are Fair. starting to run a little long, I'm going to say that a 20-foot-long passage is definitely enough to clear through this blockage. If it didn't, I was just going to open up the water yeah. can. <laughs> there she blows. Up the geyser and... Oh my. <laughs> if it's good enough for mining copper, it's good enough for traversing a Tarasque's colon. There are medical terms for that, but we will leave that one alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'll All just right. call it mining copper. That sounds yeah, good. That's, that's yeah, it. that's mining copper. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> so that brings us to the next one. All right. This chamber takes a sharp turn. Small pockets, like fleshy alcoves, mark the walls, floors, and ceilings. Within each, there are hard brown objects that look almost like rocks. So yes, on top of all of its other health issues, it also has diverticulitis. Wonderful. Poor thing. Okay. It exists on spite and spite alone. Apparently so. So you have entered at the upper end of this chamber 
and about halfway down the eastern wall is the exit to this chamber. I mean, traversing this is going to be more or less trivial. Okay. If, I'm if for the exit, yeah. Let's bounce. Okay. Leave this cursed place. All right. So that brings us into... Ba-ba-ba-bum. Kind of small. I mean, compared to the rest of the terrains. Uh, yeah, uh, there goes its ego. <laughs> that brings us into... Ta-da! That's more like it, I guess. There's an right. anchor. Is there an anchor it, in its cloaca? Oh, my. At first glance, this awful-smelling triangular chamber seems to have only one exit. But to your dismay, at the center of the floor of this chamber, there is a fleshy iris that quivers with each step you take. Oh my. For a brief moment, natural light shines through the center of this iris before it closes again. Fire in the hole! I am still um, wonderfully wet and looped up from the geyser of water, I would imagine. Uh, I think you pretty well got most of that dried off of you because of the nature of the chamber you were in when it happened. Okay, well, fine. I, I'm Water's still going to run and, and scream Falcon. I'm just going to dive like feet first in there, just kind of jump down and through. Okay. Um, Get it, go! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I need you to make an athletics check, please. Okay, this is going to be great. Oh, proficient in athletics, too. Oh, good. Nice! Both of those were very good. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you watch as Micah runs and jumps in cannonball and bloop, straight through. That um, is probably falling 400 feet. <laughs> um, but he wasn't crushed by the flashing iris, so you know, there's that. So yeah, um, I need you to... Uh, I need you... We floored the okay, so Is win. there a dingleberry? Is that what that anchor hanging out there? Is that <laughs> yes. a grass dingleberry? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it it is. Oh, uh, are you going to try to catch the dingleberry as you go out the hole? Yeah, I think I think if there's a ship or a chain, yeah, I'll try to grab onto it. Okay, good luck. Okay. In that case, with a 19 <laughs> athletics check, we're going to say that effectively what you're doing is taking a minus five penalty to your athletics to affect the chain in addition to yourself okay. which puts you into a different success category thankfully for you okay. um, so you are currently stuck halfway out with half of your body hanging outside of the terrasque saying this <laughs> i'm sorry you're just kicking oh. <laughs> you're you're halfway out the anus it's your choice which half is sticking out, like by said, the my way. My feet are sticking out, it's kicking in the air. Okay. <laughs> um, on your next turn, you may attempt to uh, to do it again. Okay, that works. So who wants to go next? I mean, we've got to wait for him to get out of the anus anyway, so... I mean, we can push him. Yeah, let's shove him through. <laughs> I got slow fall. I should be able to, I should be able to handle it. Yeah, See, does anybody have a feather fall? Does anybody have a feather fall? Oh, that would take far too much forethought. Yeah. Um, so, I do. Oh, well. Yeah. Somebody, hey, feather fall. Somebody shove him. <laughs> so, um, well, Ferrum comes up. Yeah, sure, I've got feather yeah. fall. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Ferrum comes up and says, um, well, if we all hitch on to the chain, 
and give it a good heave to and just sort of, you know, run it out. We could probably ride the chain down and it would kind of slow our fall, maybe. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's not the greatest idea, but it's the only thing I got right now. It there, seems there. wildly convenient as if someone left it here for us. There's so many jokes and, I and don't want to make right now. And it's going to <laughs> and it's gonna take it's gonna take a good number of us to actually to actually fully dislodge this thing. It's a chain, not beads. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull it like a lawnmower. Let's do it. I'm down with We're gonna pull start the Tarrasque here with a Lovely. So are we going to listen to Ferrum's idea and try and uh do a joint effort sort of deal and try and uh, ride the chandelier as we would to the ground. This is the best idea I've heard all day. Yeah, sounds yep. like a great plan. Let's ride that chain on down. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to... Before we fall to our deaths, <laughs> when we're out of the chain, I would want to cast Featherfall. Okay. You actually have it. Oh, good. I, yes, I actually have the spell. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, if I play a wizard, I always have feather fall because somebody's going to fall. You just know it. But I'm not a wizard. I, but well, I whatever. Love you are a wizard. I mean, not Arcanist. You have, two, you have two levels of wizard. Real quick, how many sorcerer spells have you cast today? Because you've not been rolling your, your wild mage stuff either. Because we can totally use a wild mage roll right now. You want some wild uh, magic? I mean, I can. Well, I mean, I can I don't think a bring that wild magic. I mean, he hasn't. I don't think you've actually cast any leveled spells yet today. No, I think they've all been cantrips. It's mostly because most of my spells are against creatures that have mines or you know, yeah. right. like yeah. damage. I, I, we've been fighting mindless things all day, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So before we attempt to evacuate the, the, uh, bowel. the bowel, I'm going to roll 3d10. And mm-hmm. this is how many feet times 10 it is currently from the evacuation point to the ground. Okay. 160 feet. Woo! Perfect. It's low fall that. And you have 90 feet of chain attached to this anchor. So I can get five people. Again, I've got slow fall. 70 feet's not going to do much to me. If Flaka is holding Susan as they fall, that's that's one. He Um, he can cover five people with a spell. So if you're holding someone... Yeah, if... So if if Vaka is holding on to Susan, mm-hmm. then Vaka is slow falling and basically holding an object. And so, yes, that would I would rule that that would work. Okay. All right. Five. Let me slow fall. Then I'm fine. So I need everyone who is going to be riding this chain. So that's basically everyone but Susan to make an athletics check, and we need at least four successes to break this loose. Right. This is my worst skill. Let's see what I got. Yep, same. I think we're doing okay. That'd be a 15, actually. Okay. (laughs) Then we get plus four because we're close to... um, It's a check, not a save. Yeah, it's not a save. But Begrir and Bangarang failed to hit the DC 15, but everyone else did. So that's four successes. So you, <laughs> all right, on the count of three, one, two, three, and they just sort of, everybody stomps all at once. And it's enough to push the hook of the anchor through. And with Micah on the very end, holding <laughs> onto it, whenever it hits the cross piece, 
And Micah hits on that. Micah's weight on the anchor is enough to pop that cross piece through, and it just sort of starts to unravel. That sounds comfy. It's like all of those action movie scenes where the cops take off after the protagonists and you watch the the cable unspool until it runs tight and then pulls the rear axle out of the police yeah. car. That's what this chain is doing. And okay. everybody is sort of slooping through as they reach the... Uh, it's, it's not comfortable. This it, it, so it, doesn't, it doesn't deal damage, but it certainly isn't comfortable. It's nothing that you would want to repeat. It's like riding a chain in feces through the cloak of a Taurus. Yeah, it doesn't sound great at all. Yeah. <laughs> Best adventure ever. It's not exactly the flume ride at Six Flags here. We're talking about <laughs> something a little worse. Okay. And so everybody gets out. Oxley casts Featherfall. Um, I'm going to assume that everyone lets go of the chain. Yes. And before I land, press to digitation. <laughs> well done. Okay. And then uh, one last thing is, as you're about to land, I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Rude. I bless you the gift of a reroll. <laughs> <laughs> I got two critical fails. That's okay. That's much, better. much better. But I have an 11. I doubt that's sufficient. Um, yeah, well, given that it is Vaka and Susan who really did not do well on that dexterity save. That's appropriate because Vaka is carrying Susan. Yeah. And so you all land on the ground and this one rather massive dislodged chunk of uh, excrement (laughs) blacks you. So we are going to say oh, luckily that's a low roll. Uh, you each take five points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. Luckily, it was a softer chunk and not one of the ossified diverticulitis chunks. So the anchor. Or, or, <laughs> one, of the, uh, or okay. one of the cannons that were yeah. also in yeah. the, uh, the rest Thank goodness. It ate a battleship? <laughs> it oh, no. did. It did <laughs> eat a battleship. Awesome. So, yeah, you are now outside of the Tarasque, and you look up. And uh, you see Maureen is still flying around on her broom, still distracting this Tarrasque, and has managed to lure it more or less away from town. You can still see the town of Dubufi. It's about a quarter of a mile to the west of you right now. And she sees you and she starts flying down. No, we don't want to give her the sword, but... um... We also want to get paid first. And are we? She she flies down. She says, "Hand it here. I gotta turn it off." What's that? You have cash for us? (laughs) I don't. I would like to point out to the group that um, she launched a tower into a Tarrasque. I don't know if we're (laughs) strong enough to stop. And and, and that is that is also a point that Susan is saying. She's got to be out of spells by now. I'm. (laughs) (laughs) I want paid. You give us money, and we're gonna stick this right back where we got it. <laughs> and then the party died. The end. <laughs> what a way to go! She, she says, "Look, I don't want to have to take it off your corpses. I got a disintegrate with your name on it, or you can just hand it over and get paid. Okay? I ain't looking 
to make friends. I ain't looking to do charity work. I just need to turn this thing off. I need to put it to sleep. Come on, hand it over. And the Tarrasque is slowly starting to turn around. I don't have the sword, but I, I generally okay with this, I guess, at this point. Okay. Yeah, but if she disintegrates us, if she disintegrates us, then the Taurus won't get turned off. Interesting. Well, disintegrate doesn't necessarily destroy artifacts. Does the party need to take it to a vote? I mean, Beggar is the one with the sword, so I mean, really. I was about to say, Beggar has it. We do yeah. not have it. But I mean, and, you know, they've been in it even longer. Right. I kind of feel like they need paid too. And Beggar is just saying, "Well, I just want to be done with it," hey. and he starts walking over to her to hand it over unless somebody stops him. I mean, but shouldn't your hard work be paid as well? Persuasion. I, I feel that, you know, you've done so much. I mean, you've lost an arm, my friend. And you, that worth something? You start, you start into that and then Maureen waves her hand and suddenly you don't hear anything. She just silenced me. He did. Uh, <laughs> I take that as a hostile action against the party and now I am on guarding glaring. So yeah, I, I did not like that action as an attack against a party. I am extremely wary now. I mean, no harm came to you, just just to point that out. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm not I am looking though. All right, and so can I cast get, a spell at it? As long as it doesn't have a verbal component. Hypnotic pattern, please. Okay, what is the saving throw on that? She's probably gonna pass, but it's fine. It should be 15. It is a wisdom saving throw. It's somatic and material. Okay. I kind of want to have us roll initiative. Oh, there it is. Bangerang would not put up with that. Jesus. Yeah, I think she made that one. Well, guys, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me. And so, and so, a little bit out. Uh, you were... So Bangerang reaches her with the sword, and she pulls that green glowing stone out again. If I get a chance, by the way, this is my next action. And she, you see her cast a spell through the stone. You can't hear what she's casting because you're still in the area of silence. And you watch as the Tarrasque collapses and the ground violently shakes. And the Tarrasque is unmoving on the ground. Huzzah. Yay. Excellent. Bang cool. um. uh, <laughs> just going to be like, I need three bats. Yeah. Preston digitation was nice, but it doesn't cut it. Yeah. Try to sign that I would help if I could. And uh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you suffering the consequences of your actions? <laughs> At this point, I do present Maureen with with uh, you know the itemized bill list that I've been making through for the potions we use, the loss of the arm of the dwarf, the loss of his mm-hmm. warhammer. Obviously, yeah. cleaning, bathing, rest, recuperment, medical attention for all of us, plus our standards of venturing, uh, venturing guild fees. Yeah, so I have this this itemized enough. I taxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and taxes. Have and she, she just sort of idly looks at it, not even really reading it, and just pulls a bag of coin off of her belt and casually tosses it at you. I think that, that bag has enough coin to cover costs, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, you can open it and find out. Yeah, I'll count it. Okay. Yeah, it's got plenty. Okay. Uh, it has 179 platinum pieces. Okay. I was about to say, that better be platinum. <laughs> I'll take it, I'll hold it up to the party, it says, that covers it, and I'll start trying to divide it amongst the party members. Can we including, go? Including um, our three extras. Can we do that in town? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at that point, I'll just I'll just close it back up. Okay. And so, Begrir 
and Ferrum and Susan all come with you. They leave Maureen to the Tarask, and they all return to what is left of the town of Dubufi. The tavern that you were in, the Clumsy Troll Tavern, is a hole in the ground. It, it is thoroughly destroyed. There is a large amount of wreckage and ruin all along the eastern half of the town. There is a concerted triage effort going on on the western side of town. As the few people whose homes were not destroyed are taking people in and cleaning them up and doing what they can. And you see a large number of people off in the distance having just run, fled from town. As we walk past the remains of the bar, I'm looking for any kind of bottled drink that may be semi-intact. I'm continuing the drinking game. I'm going to pop a bottle, slam it all down, then I'm going to throw the bottle on the ground and scream, Make make an investigation check to see if you find one. Investigate insight with my negative one. Yeah, it. This is the Woody Harrelson looking for a Twinkie, <laughs> totally. and, and uh, finding snowballs. No, and the shotgun through the door that just disintegrated <laughs> the box of Twinkies. That Aww. scene. That is the scene that you have going on Aww. here. Is you find the cellar and everything has been crushed, Aww. and you are thoroughly disappointed. Just like a single tear kind of rolls down my cheek. <laughs> All right, and that that brings us to the end of the adventure. Um, we get a you, level. <laughs> soul leaving well, body. If we were to continue, absolutely, you would gain a level for that. <laughs> uh, I had to ask. Yes, absolutely. So, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you to Hannah, Mary, and Eric for joining us for our one shot that turned into a four shot, but a hey, four shot, yes. all good things do. What a delight. Yes. Thank it was you so a, much for having us. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. 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 And I would absolutely do it again in a heartbeat. Yes. Oh yeah, same. It was great. <laughs> I, think, I think I would have higher level players next time. I think 10th level instead of 8th level would definitely allow me to Oh, that's a that's a different conversation for a different night. Um, yeah. So thank you everyone for yeah, listening. Merely killing the cleric on the way in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so thank you everyone for listening. Stay safe. Uh, we will see you next week. Good night, all. Y'all take care. Good night. Later's. Night. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Undercommon Taste. We've been playing the Tarask Task of Maureen Trask an adventure written by DM Dave and released by Tabletop Audio. You can find it on their Patreon, patreon.com slash tabletopaudio, or by following the link in the show notes. All additional audio also provided by Tabletop Audio. Our players have been James Daly playing Micah, Hannah Miller playing Bangarang, Eric Holden playing Oxley, and Mary Kroll playing Vaka. And I'm Ian Woodworth, your DM. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you all on the next episode.